Hello, and welcome to Quite Audacious with Amanda Swiger. I'm a self-made, rebellious and bold, multi-six-figure photographer whose deep belief in doing things my own way is why I have been so successful. I'm taking my love of audacity and bringing you answers to your actual questions about all things related to building a life and business you love, all for free, because I know the power of information in the hands of audacious folks just like you who are ready to chase their dreams. Alongside answering your questions, I'll be sharing in-the-moment riffs, honest conversations about owning your own business, and give you a behind-the-curtain look at everything I've done to put my business to what it is today. If you've got a question you'd like me to answer, simply DM it to me on Instagram at the Amanda Swiger. Nothing is off the table here, friends. So pull up a seat and let's audaciously build the money-making business you love. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of Quite Audacious. Today, I'm going to be jumping into just one question, and it is a part of a series that I have started here on Quite Audacious, and it is called The Biggest Mistakes I See Photographers Make, and today we are doing part three. Um, This one for me is such a mind shift change when it comes to how we talk to our clients and what kind of content we put out there. So the biggest mistake I see not the biggest, one of the biggest mistakes I see is not speaking to your client's fears or concerns. And there's ways to do this that can be really sleazy and kind of shitty. And there are ways to do this that actually help serve your clients. So many photographers think that, you know, people are hiring them for their images and that they can just have beautiful work and put it out there. And that will be enough to book clients. Um, And regardless of the type of work you do, people are going to have questions, concerns, fears, and you want to make sure that you're addressing them before they've inquired with you. And then while they're inquiring with you and are in that process, hair is herring today, y'all. Um, <laughs> this can be done in so many different ways. You can answer these questions on your Instagram. You can put, um, a frequently asked uh, questions on your website. You can include them links to blog posts where you talk about different questions that people and fears people have. Um, and link to them in your email newsletter. There's just a plethora of ways to go about this. But one of the biggest things that I see people do is just not address them at all. So if you're wondering, well, what kinds of things should I address? Let me give you some examples. Okay, what's included? How long does the session take? What is best to wear? What shouldn't I wear? Do you help me pose? How long will it take me to see my photos? How much does it cost? What if I really don't like photos of myself? What if I feel really awkward? You can include these, I think, is easy, like in a very easy way on your website and having an FAQ page. For me, I have this built right into my pricing guide, and that has been a game changer for me because then people, as they're looking at their pricing, they're also getting their questions answered. And to me, two birds, one stone, we love that. Um, you want to make them feel like their concerns matter, that they're not the only person who's ever worried about sucking at posing in photos or wondering what's included or how long it takes them to see their photos. You don't also want to have to waste your time answering the same questions over and over and over again. In part of my inquiry process is I point them to back to that pricing guide and say, Hey, there's a lot of frequently asked questions on there, including, and I kind of list some of the questions that I answer. So if those are things that were concerns for you, I just invite you to go ahead and check that out. And if you have any specific concerns about that, we can chat about them in our phone call or over email. This just means that I'm not fielding the same questions over and over again. And that gives me more time, which I personally love. Here's a bonus idea for you though. 
Take the content that you write, like those FAQs on your website, and repurpose that content. This means that you're not having to also waste more time rewriting the exact same things. You can take your FAQs from your website and turn them into an email sequence, educating your client. I think this is a perfect thing to do if you have an email list. If you're a portrait photographer like boudoir or family or maternity, those sorts of things, because oftentimes you will have people on your email list and you can nurture them by answering their questions. You can also take those same FAQs and turn them into a bunch of evergreen content for your social media. You can save those posts uh, somewhere, not the actual like photo, but the copy from that post. And then every four to six, eight months, reshare the same post with a different photo. Uh, you can even change it up. You can use AI to help have, you know, rewrite it so it's still the same point, but maybe a slightly different version of it. But also uh, if you're somebody who's posting every single day, people are not going to remember what you posted, you know, several months ago, if you're always getting new followers and keep in mind, you know, only a fraction of your followers are seeing your content anyways. So share the same things. Again, if you've written a really brilliant piece of content as a blog post, how else can you make that piece of content work for you without having to, uh, go write another piece of content again. And that, my friends, is all I've got for you today. I'm quite audacious. And as always, I hope you have a beautiful week. I hope this has been helpful. If you have any questions, find me over on Instagram at the Amanda Swiger. Until next time, stay quiet.